You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And today we have a special guest. You're actually, Rachel is our first special guest. I have, this is the first time I've had anybody speak on one of our podcasts. So I'm excited. Um, Rachel Mitchell is one of my star diamond leaders in my organization. And she is an incredible, incredible leader. And I'm really excited for her to share today because I think that she brings to the table Um, A lot of qualities and characteristics that many of our listeners have where we have full-time jobs or we have multiple children and we're trying to grow a business that we are truly passionate about and we're trying to kind of manage and wear many hats in our business. And so I asked her to speak today because she's really, and I know she'll tell you she hasn't done it effortlessly, but she really makes it look very doable. And she does a great job at just leading with her faith and just praying a lot about the decisions that she's going to make and just really has a unique sort of calling in her business that sets herself apart from the rest. So, Rachel, um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, just even outside of Beachbody, so that they can get to know you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mel. That means a lot to me to hear you say those things. Um, But I am, I'm Rachel Mitchell. I am 36 years old. I am married to Matt. We've been married for 13 years. We have two boys, Henry. Um, He is eight and Milo is six and they are fun. Lots and lots of fun. But I live in North Mississippi. I work full time as a college history instructor. Uh, I have done that for about, well, since I had Milo, so almost seven years now. Um, We're definitely, we are busy people. Uh, Our faith is a huge part of of what it is. It's what motivates us, Um, my family, my marriage, my business. Uh, I'm very thankful that that God has called me to do this. And my faith is definitely my fuel. But other than that, we are very outdoorsy people. We love to camp and to hike. We have lots of extracurricular activities like anybody else. You know, my boys play baseball. We're very involved in church. Uh, You know, they do jujitsu, like Boy Scouts, everything that you can imagine. And I love my life. I mean, I'm very thankful, thankful for the life that, that God has called me to. And coaching is definitely part of that now. Awesome. And so did you tell them that you work full time too? I do. I work full time. Yeah. As a college history instructor. Yes. Awesome. So you're pretty busy on top of everything else. All right. So, okay. So tell us a little bit of how you even got introduced to Beachbody in the first place. Oh gosh, this (laughs) question. Okay. So I was honestly didn't really, I mean, I'd heard of programs like P90X and maybe Insanity before, but never, ever even thought about doing those. Like to me, those are extreme programs. I was a runner. Um, I've never been a super athletic person by any means, but, um, I never really had trouble with my weight. Uh, if I gained weight, I could lose it pretty easily. Of course I was like anybody else. I 
gained weight in college, like after I got married, but it always came off pretty easily. So um, when I was 33, 2014, I found that like I'd had my children, I had nursed them, I had lost the weight pretty easily and you know, they were growing and that Milo was a toddler, I guess then. Um, but I started to gain weight and I could not get it off. And so obviously my body changed after babies and as I was growing older um, and I found myself just carrying around some extra weight that I could not get off. And so I knew that my eating, like I never had to worry about my eating that much, but I knew that that probably had a big part to do with it. And in addition, guys, like I have suffered from um, high cholesterol. I mean, I took cholesterol medicine before I even had children, like in my twenties, because, um, I was thin and I ran a lot, but my eating was not good and it's hereditary. So I knew that I didn't want to get back on that medicine and I knew I needed to lose some weight and I knew that food was probably the biggest issue. So I Googled portion control course what came up the 21 day fix came up when I found it so I found Beachbody independently of a coach um, and so I ordered the 21 day fix and whenever I was looking at it I found my coach Melanie uh, when I was looking for meal plans so uh, that's how I found Beachbody with the 21 day fix and then I found Melanie uh, just um, through her blog honestly and I joined my first challenge group um, I got great results from the 21 day fix. Like I lost the weight that I wanted to. Uh, I didn't follow the program perfectly, but I did get results that first round. And I realized that this was definitely something that was sustainable. You know, like I could eat foods that I wanted to, just less of them, you know, just not as often. Um, I did enjoy the workouts. They were really hard at first, but I could do them at home while my kids slept. And it, it just worked for my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So were you in a challenge group when you first started? I started it by myself, but within a few weeks when I found you, I started reading about your challenge groups and I asked you if I could join. Um, and you did, you let me do that. And I loved the idea of a challenge group. I loved um, the accountability, but I was that silent challenger. So if that gives you hope. I was that challenger who didn't really post, didn't really comment. Um, I think that you actually reached out to me a couple of times and were just like, Hey, are you, you know, are you here? And, um, I just, I, I was not, I'm, I very much, it may not seem that way now, but I'll, I'm kind of introverted and uh, just, I didn't know these women, but I was inspired by these women and by you, Melanie, like leading the challenge group. And it just kept my health and fitness, you know, um, it kept it on my mind being a part of that challenge group. So it definitely helped. The community was great. I didn't participate much, but I did go through one or two of your challenge groups before I became a coach. Okay, that's perfect. So what made you actually decide that you wanted to be a coach? Was it an invite that I did? Was it um, a post you saw on social media? Like what spurred you to say, I, and did I invite you a lot of times before you joined? I think you were just doing your job, honestly, and you invited me to coaching because I was in a challenge group and you offered me, I think you approached me about the discount and about the business opportunity. And I really wanted to um, see if Shakeology would really work long-term for me. I wanted the discount. When you said that about the discount, honestly, that is what drew me in first because I thought if I could get a discount on this and, you know, try it for a little while and maybe even help somebody like, I mean, I, in no way did I view myself as a coach. Like I will just be 100% honest in no way did I see Rachel Mitchell as coach material. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I watched your sneak peek. I went through it like maybe twice. 
uh, your opportunity call about coaching. And it just, honestly, you know, I just had like a gut feeling. I prayed about this. Like I prayed about this a lot and I did not want to do it. Um, but I just had this feeling in my gut that I was supposed to try it. And, you know, I'm that girl, like a lot of us who've tried so many other things, you know, um, and I hated sales. I didn't want to sell anything. So I didn't really have a lot of intentions as far as the business opportunity. I kind of thought that I would try Shakeology for a while, see if it worked, you know, kind of rock the discount and then maybe cancel later on. I was not ambitious in any way. So, okay. So, okay. So now you actually sign up to become a coach and did you do anything in the first month? Did you go I, into the trainings? I did. I did what you told me to. Um, I thought, well, you know, like if I'm going to try this, I might as well try it. And so I did the, I mean, like from day one, I tell my coaches all the time, I'm like, my coach told me to add three friends every single day and I've done it every single day. You know, you told me to post and I started to post. Um, I remember posting my coach announcement and just literally like closing my computer <laughs> and going to bed. Like it scared me so much, but um, I just honestly, even though I wasn't very intentional, like long-term, I just kind of did what you told me to do because I, I truly, I was motivated by you and your leadership and also by going through the coach basics with other women. And it was just exciting. I mean, it was something that like, I didn't, I'd never tried anything like it. I was very doubt filled. It was kind of a blur at first, but I stayed engaged. Um, I did the vitals. I, I got on the calls again. I'm shocking myself as I think back, cause this was totally not me, but God had bigger plans. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I, I can remember, you know, like I would put my earbuds in when my, when I was giving my kids a bath or whenever I was putting them to bed or when I was doing dishes and I would listen to our team calls. I didn't miss team calls or coach opportunity. I mean, coach basics calls because like that, when I was filled with doubt, like those were the things that would help me um, stay committed and just kind of refuel my fire and, and give me ideas and things like that. So mm -hmm. I, I did, I shocked myself. Like it was, I, I stayed engaged. I did the vitals. I went through the trainings. Um, and it was just, it was very, I had to make the choice to do those things. But you know, along the way I kept getting confirmations that I was supposed to be doing it. You know, you know, my health was changing. Um, I was helping people. I was hitting goals. I would receive messages from people. I didn't even know who were watching me, watching those crazy, awful, like first um, sweaty selfies that I would post. I didn't know how to take a sweaty selfie. Um, but you know, it was, it was motivating people and inspiring people. And I just saw those, each of those things as confirmation from God that I was supposed to stick with it. Right. Right. So did you hit success club your first month as a coach? Let's see. I became a coach. I signed up at the very end of July, but I hit it in August and I've August. hit it every month since then. Wow. That's incredible. That is. Okay. So you said you had a lot of doubt. You were very doubt filled. And I know this isn't on our questions, but what would you, what were those actual doubts that you had? Um, again, I think it just, I didn't see myself as like a leader in any way or an example for other people in any way. Like I had started and stopped so many things. Uh, businesses, diets, you know, books, you know, whatever it might be. I was a starter and a stopper. And so like, I just didn't have a lot of confidence in myself to lead anyone in anything. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that was my biggest, my biggest doubt. But, you know, like I realized the more that I just did it, the more I just showed up every month and did the work and I would hit a goal. Some month, I would hit success club sometimes at the end of the month. Sometimes it was early on, but I just realized that I could do this and it wasn't it didn't require a personality 
type or, you know, a certain body type, it just required doing the work. And the more I realized that, the more excited I got. Wow. You know, and a lot of people have a hard time pushing past that doubt to even be able to get started and to grow that confidence. So what tips would you give them if they kind of struggled with that in the beginning? You know, I don't know if it was you or somebody else that says this, but I give this advice to my coaches. Um, you know, just stick with it. Commit to, I don't care if it's three months or if it's six months, I would definitely say at least commit to six months and a year even. Uh, just commit to doing the work. There will be doubt. You know, even when I'm successful, I still have doubts and fears. But if I just put my blinders on and just sit down and fill out my power hour sheet and do it every single day and do the work that I need to do, then, you know, the results come. And again, it's not just because I'm a certain, you know, a certain type of person. It's just because I'm a person that does the work. Right. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay. So you kind of touched a little bit. Did you want to add anything about the first six months as being a coach? Like what would you say that looked like for you, even as far Um, as like time management or organization? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was not a good time manager. I'm still not a great time manager if I'm going to be honest, but, um, I try harder, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) So like I probably worked in the beginning. Um, I definitely did most of the work like after my kids went to bed and I made all those rookie mistakes. Like I would stay up and like just wait for somebody to message me back and I would be up at midnight responding to a, a, a message I'd sent to somebody because I felt like, you know, people were going to run away if I didn't, you know, wasn't always on my phone. And that was definitely a mistake, but it was something I just learned to, to get better at, learn to manage my time better. But I did, I mean, I, I, I did have to give up some things, you know, like I did have to give up my watching the bachelorette or Downton Abbey or something, you know, to work my business or I did it while I watched it, which wasn't very productive, but, uh, you know, like I did, um, I did have to give up some things and I had to learn how to make it work around my family. I still, I still struggle with that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And that is, it's just one of those things. It's like a work in progress that Mm -hmm. we can never, never get rid of. Okay. So another big thing is social media. You know, I look at your story, I look at my story and I think, man, both of us walked into this no background. And so, and we, and you even said like horrible uh, selfies at the beginning. So, you know, um, you obviously weren't somebody that used social media before. So how did, how did you overcome that? How did you get more comfortable with it? What would be some tips that you would give to people starting out with that? Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I had, I had less than 200 friends on social media. I don't think I ever posted a true like selfie, um, in any way. Uh, I had Instagram because, um, I knew that it made my Facebook pictures look good. So that's why I use Instagram. Um, and so that is that I didn't posting was the first immediate struggle. Um, and that is kind of what I had to overcome. I was very uncomfortable. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know you could use the timer Mm -hmm. on your iPhone. Um, and so that was something I had to come over, but the more, like when I first started posting, I thought nobody is watching me. Nobody is watching me, but I, and not a lot of people, I didn't get a lot of likes. I didn't get a lot of comments at first, but every now and then, like once a week, I would get a message from somebody saying that, you know, oh my gosh, like I knew you were going to post this morning. So I got up and worked out or I got up and walked, I got up off the couch and that was awesome. So that inspired me to just get more comfortable with it and to get better at it. And, you know, honestly, the coach trainings taught me a lot about posting and social media. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And that's what I did too. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So there was there a point where you were trucking along and, and you were hitting success club and you were helping customers that just sort of said to yourself, you know, I just really want to make this a business. Do you remember when that kind of shift happened? Okay. So truthfully, I cannot pinpoint like that one moment. Um, my journey has definitely been a very gradual progression. Uh, initially, you know, like I enjoyed the extra income. I enjoyed the savings on Shakeology. I enjoyed motivating people. Um, and then really like my challenge groups began to get better. It was very, it was a, it was a, it was a gradual progression for me. Um, and so as my challenge groups grew, as my confidence grew, I could see really the potential first to impact more people with this business. Um, you know, and I started to be able to find a voice as far as my faith and to share in that way. So I enjoyed those things first, first early on. And then I really began to be inspired and commit more time and more energy to coaching. And so like, I'll be honest, like I've shared this a lot and I share this with my team a lot. I stayed stagnant for a while. Like I was not growing as far as uh, team wise, you know, I was hitting success club, but I was pretty much just running challenge groups and the money was good. It was an extra, you know, a few hundred dollars a month, but it wasn't anything, you know, crazy. Um, but I got to a point, I guess, really like 2015, my second year of coaching, I just kind of stayed stagnant. And then I felt like, you know, I was praying a lot about what direction do I just keep going at that pace or do I quit or do I just push forward? And I felt like God said either commit Rachel or just quit, you know, like commit to growing and doing something bigger with this or just quit. And I knew like Melanie, I can, I, I can remember that so clearly. I could not imagine my life without coaching. Like I still cannot imagine my life without coaching. And so I was like, okay, let's go for it. And so January, 2016 is when I really committed to actually like growing the business, not just hitting success club, not just, you know, posting my selfies every day, not just doing my four vitals, but actually growing the business and growing a team. So so when you say I committed to growing a team, what does that actually look like? Okay. Uh, talking about coaching, uh, running coach sneak peeks every month, you know, messaging people about, Hey, do you want to be a coach converting challengers to working coaches? I was really good at converting challengers to discount coaches. I always lived with the discount. Uh, so I changed that strategy too. And lead, you know, I want people to know that this business is awesome. The potential is awesome. And, you know, if somebody could be a, a coach, a working coach and do what I've been able to do, like I need to share that. And so mm -hmm. I started talking about it in my posts and to my challengers, you know, I committed to running a coach opportunity call every single month. And I'll tell you, like I've done many, many, many where nobody showed up, but mm -hmm. I honestly committed to myself that I was going to do it and, you know, record that call. And it was kind of like practice for me, you know, it was kind of like practice. And, um, that's what I did. Like, and you know, I remember December, 2016, I was like, it is the holidays. Like there's nobody's going to show up for this call, but I did it because I promised myself that I would. And it paid off. Mm -hmm. It did pay off. I was too, too star by the end of that year. So, yeah. And then you got to go to the new leader conference, which was awesome yes. um, in January this past year. So, and then, you know, now you're kind of at your business where you're not just managing mm -hmm. customers, but now you're managing a team and mm -hmm. you're in the process. You're like almost there, almost at five star diamond, you know, and so you're, you're on track to be an elite coach this year. So mm -hmm. how are you balancing all of that 
because clearly you haven't taken anything else off your plate yet. So what are, yeah, how are you balancing it all? What are some tips that you can give to? Yeah. Sometimes I think, am I really, am I balancing <laughs> it? Um, but I do work full time. You know, my job is great. Like as a, as a teacher, like obviously I have probably more time off than most people, but I still, you know, during the school year, I work eight to eight to three every single day. Um, and so, and I commute like an hour. So that adds two extra wow. hours to my day. Uh, and it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. I won't sugarcoat it and say, oh, it's so wonderful. You know, it all just flows because it doesn't like I have to, um, I have had to give up sleep, you know, like I get up earlier. I get up at about four fifteen in the morning, uh, to do my quiet time, my devotions, and then, you know, check in with my challengers. And then I push play. Uh, and then, you know, like I do work my pockets of time, as we say, you know, my lunch break, I'm on my lunch break right now, uh, doing this and I message challengers, coaches throughout the day when I can. And then I do, I, after my kids go to bed, I, I get to work again. Um, I do Monday, Tuesday nights are definitely my big working nights. I'm not working every single night of the week that would not advise that in any way. Um, but I did have to give up some things, TV shows, sat, sometimes Saturday mornings, you know, um, but it's worth it. I mean, it's worth it to me. Yeah. And, prioritizing my time as a coach with time as a mom can be difficult for me. I will not uh, be honest about that because I love both. You know, I love being a mom. Obviously that comes first, but I love being a coach. And sometimes I allow those two things to overlap in ways that I shouldn't, but I have a very supportive husband. Um, he helps me a lot. Like Matt washes dishes, folds clothes while I'm doing calls on Monday and Tuesday nights, but he's also there to tell me when I need to unplug you know, yeah. he's very good to help me with that. So I have good accountability in, um, in, in all areas. And honestly too, my children, they understand the importance of what I do. They love my coaches. They love my team. Uh, they love my challengers. They tease me about my meal plans. Milo tells me when I eat something I shouldn't, uh, <laughs> you know, like it, but they're learning, they're watching and they're learning and they kind of get it. Uh, and sometimes they don't always appreciate that mommy does have a call, even though it's after they go to bed, uh, you know, but they, they do get it. And I kind of believe, you know, Melanie, that I'm teaching my kids values about hard work and passion that the world is not going to teach them. Right. Right. I, I, I agree with that. It gives me goosebumps. My kids are the exact, our kids are the yeah. same age and they mm -hmm. do that. And I'd say this year really is the year where they're, where they're getting it and they understand good choice, bad choice. What's mommy mm -hmm. doing? So yeah. And I just, and you, and it is nice to have the, that person in your life to give you that gut check. And I know my Matt does the same thing for me too. He's like, man, you really should take the weekend off or you should, you know, cause we do love what we do. So yeah. I think finding that balance is constantly it's a work in progress that yeah. never, it never, ever ends. All right. Okay. So, um, all right. So we're just going to shift a little bit. Um, and I just want to kind of finish up with just asking you a couple of questions about, um, you know, one of the biggest things that people will, will say to me, especially, and, and other people out there is like, I can't find people to join my team. Where do you find this, these people? And clearly we all have the same, we come in with the same like blank slate, zero, nothing. So, you know, people that constantly are saying, I can't find people, I can't find people. I see that you're doing that. So what, is it a mindset? Is it what they're doing with their time? Like, what would you say to somebody who is struggling with that? And working coaches, not just discounts too. Yeah. 
I'll say I struggle too. I mean, I struggle too. I think you, you probably do too. Um, you know, so don't think, look at me and think that she's got it all together. I'm not like recruiting major numbers of coaches every single month, but, um, I am, you know, I set recruiting goals for myself each month in my business and I miss them some months and sometimes I hit them and exceed them, but it's definitely, I have a, I have a definite balance almost down the line, uh, split down the line, a balance of challengers who turn into coaches and then people who maybe follow my journey or I reach out to them about the business part of it. Um, I have very successful coaches who have come in both ways. So, you know, like for me, I do have a healthy balance of that. I think that the main thing is to be open and honest about your journey, you know, share the struggle, whether it's on social media or like if you share in your challenge groups. Uh, share share your story your coaching story share the hard times and the triumphs and show that you know like you basically we get what we put into this you know and so it's it's work but it's very very rewarding and just talking about it regularly has helped me find coaches that's awesome that is great advice uh, so now with the people that you do have you know the coaches on your team how do you you know inspire them to see the vision and and to grow their business as well yeah um, well, I think it's very individualized. Um, I don't think one, I don't drag coaches anymore. <laughs> I did that a lot in no. the beginning in that stagnant year. I tried to drag one or two or three coaches along with me who just weren't really going to go. And so it's, I take it on an individual basis. I have some coaches who, who just enjoy the discount. They just enjoy like posting about it and not really business oriented, growth oriented. Um, and so I encourage them in one way. And then the people who do have, um, have that vision, have that desire to grow. Like we set goals based on their life. You know, some are working moms. I have a couple moms who want to quit their jobs. I have one coach who is planning to, to quit and start a family soon, you know? So it's a, it's a very individualistic basis, but without goals, without a clear vision, like it's, it's, it's hard to go anywhere. So, you know, I will set, set goals individually with my coaches. Awesome. That is awesome. So it's not just a blanket across the board. You really do work with everybody individually. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So what has this business done for, for your life? Um, and the last, these are the last two questions, you know, okay. just even just emotionally, physically, financially, where, what do you feel like has been the biggest blessing um, for you? Okay. Um, I'll start with physically. I definitely, obviously I'm healthier. You know, I think as a coach, you being proof that the products work, is a huge part of my success. So, you know, like I can't just talk about clean eating and exercise. Like I have to do it. And when I do it, I'm healthier. Like I said, I don't have to take any cholesterol meds. Um, I did, my cholesterol is very normal. Like when I started Shakeology and clean eating and exercise, combining that all together, it cut my cholesterol in half. Like my cardiologist strength Shakeology because wow. he saw what it did for me. Um, and then my hormones, that's a big part of my story. I've struggled ever since, you know, I, I, I was a teenager with um, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which I call it. That's just like PMS on steroids. Um, and so like it was, hor I mean, it was very hard on my relationships, especially my husband uh, and my family. And I always had to manage that with birth control, which I hate to take. It makes me feel horrible. And so um, Shakeology actually has some ingredients that have done a lot for my hormones. Like I've researched them. I've actually even experimented with like, staying off of Shakeology for a week or two and then, you know, what happened the next month. And it makes a big difference. And of course the clean eating does too. Um, 
I have a he- I've never had a healthier weight or body image in my whole life. You know, I feel very confident in what I'm doing with my body and my family is definitely healthier. And they, you know, they still eat junk, crave junk, want junk, but we all make healthier decisions as a whole because of what I've been able to, to do in my own life. And so I'm very thankful for that. Um, financially, we are crushing debt. Um, I made a very open post last night about debt. We came into coaching with a lot of debt. I have student loans. We had credit card debt. Um, you know, we are paying that off very quickly because of my coaching income. Matt was able to take, um, my husband was able to take a job, a different job in a field that he, we really felt like he was called to, but he had to give up some retirement and some insurance benefits that were awesome. And because of that, like my coaching income is helping us pay for his retirement. And that is awesome for us. Like that's a big deal for us. We're putting back money for college for our kids. Um, And so financially, like I could not, I could not be more grateful uh, with what this is doing for us. And as far as emotionally, spiritually, you know, God is constantly calling me out of my comfort zone and into a place of reliance on him. So, you know, that is huge for me. I'm closer to God than I ever have been. And I think that I was just really comfortable before I was a coach, you know, comfortable in my home and my church. And this has called me out to, to minister and to do things that, that I never would have even thought about doing um, in regards to sharing my faith. Um, and so I'm really, really thankful for that. Um, I've definitely grown as a leader. I've never viewed myself as one before. I still have trouble with that. Um, but I've definitely grown in that area. And I just have purpose, you know, not that being a mom and a wife and a teacher is not a purpose, but it wasn't, it wasn't feeling, um, you know, everything that I think I was supposed to be doing with my life. And so that's really huge for me. That's awesome. That is awesome. So as we wrap things up, you know, what are, what are some advice that you can give to maybe women that are listening right now that can really relate to your story and your journey? And, and maybe they're at that scary turning point where they're like, do I grow or do I quit? And what do I do? And maybe they're just a little bit fearful. So what sort of, um, what sort of advice can you give them to help them really just push past that and make this a success? Okay. Um, definitely have a vision. You know, I shared that already. I do that with my coaches. Like, do you, what do you want to do with this business? Do you want to stay home, quit and stay home? Do you want to pay for a vacation? Do you want to pay off debt? Do you just need that purpose? Like I said, that, that is for you. That goes beyond just being a wife, a mom or whatever it is that you're, you're doing already. Like have a vision for what you want to do with this business because this business, um, can, can help you do so many more things than just, just get fit and lead challenge groups. Like it is kind of, I see it as an avenue to so many more things, but you got to know where you're going. Um, set hours, you know, set hours for your business. I, again, I'm not perfect. I still struggle with that, but making time for this business is important. And also making time for the other things in your life, like your family, your kids, whatever, your marriage, um, you know, the way you allocate your time reflects what is important to you. So definitely set hours for your business. Um, don't make excuses, you know, show up, do the work, fight for what you want, be consistent. Uh, don't make excuses because you know, that's one thing like nobody else can run this business for me. 
Like it's my business and it's not, it's not my coach, my upline coaches. It's not my downline coaches. Um, you know, if I miss a goal, I miss a goal. Nobody else does. Um, definitely invite your family into the journey, you know, set goals with them. You know, whenever I did last year when my team set goals, did our vision boards, like my family was there and I asked them and I talked to them and we talked about trips. Like my kids know that I get to take them to Mexico next year. Um, for our success club trip, they get to go because I work and I do this. Like they know that, you know, if, if anything changes in our day-to-day -day life in the future, if God calls me to do something else, you know, he, uh, with this business, like he, it's because of coaching. And so we set goals together, um, and tell them about the successes that you like the goals that you do hit and what that means for your family. So like if I rank advance or if I get my highest paycheck ever, you know, my kids understand that it just doesn't happen automatically. Or if we pay to go somewhere, go out and buy something, you know, they understand that coaching enables us to do a lot of these things. Um, and don't wonder, you know, don't, like I said, have a vision, but don't just kind of wonder aimlessly. Set goals, reevaluate when you need to, push through the hard times, you know, there will be hard times, there will be struggles, there will be transitions, um, but commit to it, whether it's, you know, just commit to something in this business. You don't have to be pushing for five-star elite or whatever. You can commit to a workout program. Mm -hmm. You can commit to recruiting, commit to running awesome challenge groups, whatever it is, just to commit to something so that you have something to work towards. That's kind of the biggest, the biggest, um, thing that you can do. And the last thing, if you do want to grow your team, my biggest advice is your team will match your efforts. So, you know, I kind of have this goal to always outwork my coaches, not, not in a competitive kind of way, just to kind of always set that bar for, for my coaches and my team to set that example for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so that requires showing up, like, even when you don't want to, you know, showing up even on the days where you just want to lay in bed and, and not do anything. Um, because I always want to be that example for my coaches and I don't want to drag anyone, but the ones that want to work, like I want to show them how, how to do it. So, right. Those are kind of my best tips. Those are awesome. Those are great tips. I, I think that leadership and watching you just sort of grow over time, it's just been really amazing and, and incredible to see your journey. I remember even the first leadership retreat that we went on and to look at you from then until now and to think, you know, that was kind of that time where you had that year where you weren't quite mm -hmm. sure. And then all of a sudden it just sort of took off for you. Um, and it's been really, it's been amazing to watch your, your journey. It's been inspiring um, to me as well and, and to new coaches is coming into our organization and you just do it with such grace and such heart and you're just a wonderful um, addition and member of our team and, and our family more than anything. So I'm very appreciative that you gave me your work time right now during your lunch mm -hmm. hour to be on this podcast and I hope that this inspires some other people out there listening to go out there and crush their business and know that no matter how many hats you wear in a day, you can still build a successful business that can lead you to a life of freedom and just fulfill which is, I think, the best thing possible. So thanks so much for your time today. Um, and thanks to everybody that, that tuned in. Make sure you go. And if you haven't subscribed yet, click subscribe on iTunes to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Share it with somebody you think that could use this message today. And it'll be up on my blog in just a little bit. So have a great day and we'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody.